0: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of BPM Pod, the podcast where we get behind people's music. Thank you for spending your time listening to this episode today. Uh, If you're a returning listener, Thank you very much for your support and welcome if you're a new listener. I really hope you learned something today from the unsung musical talent that is out there. We will have a slightly different introduction this week and get straight into the episode with singer-songwriter Ella Fuchs, who is from the band Ella & Nick. Stick around to the end of the episode if you would like to hear a little bit more about the next steps for BPM Pod, as well as where I can be seen playing live next. But otherwise, let's actually just get cracking this week with BPM Pod, as we talk to Ella Fuchs from the singer-songwriter duo Ella and Nick. Here's what happened when we met.
1: Yes, cheers, should say. Thank you very much. I always like a podcast guest who offers me beer. It's normally like water or tea or something, but beer, and already you're like one of my favorites. So that's, that's always good. So I'm sat here today with someone I haven't actually introduced yet, but she offers me beer, and that is all good. So please introduce yourself, mystery lady.
2: Oh, God. Uh, yeah, my name is Ella, Ella Fuchs, um, which means fox. Um, I am someone who actually grew up in Berlin. Oh, wow. Yeah, (laughs) that makes me exotic somehow. Yeah,
1: there's not so many of you anymore.
2: Well, in high school, I was one of the Germans and thought it was so boring because we had like 16 different countries and 10 different languages. And I thought, okay, I only speak German. And it's so fucking boring. And now people say I'm exotic just because I was too lazy or too afraid to try something out. So, okay.
1: (laughs) And you're a singer-songwriter. I'm a
2: singer-songwriter next to other things.
1: Next to other things. We'll talk about that in a minute because it's something I'm quite interested in to talk about how you balance your work with singer-songwriting stuff. But tell us a little bit about your influences um, and your sort of musical beginnings? Because you have this very nice soft folk sort of style but where did that come from?
2: I assume many people just grow up with parents listening to music and somehow sliding into that, especially when their parents are doing music themselves and my father is a really good guitar player and this is why I was pretty afraid of touching the guitar but I always loved to sing. I started writing songs in and- primary school <laughs> and started uh, singing in bands when I was 17 years old. It was all a coincidence, but then um, I just, yeah, continued to do that. And it was nice. It was great. I always loved to sing, um, but I also think that it was a different kind of influence for me when I started actually taking the guitar and trying it out Mm. which it took me a lot of time but um how long
1: have you been playing guitar
2: ah i touched it for the first time maybe like two or three years ago but i didn't never have lessons okay so i just started three weeks ago i started having lessons
1: and have you noticed you've improved in three weeks
2: yes i think so. but yeah 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 i mean they're like when i One of my great influences maybe also explaining the sound uh, is Glenn Hansard Mm -hmm. and and when I look at someone who's like dedicating his whole life to this dream and how he's developing and still having the same kind of style you can always recognize Mm -hmm. and he had also so many bands and so on and I'm like I'm so much at the beginning Mm -hmm. yeah but it's cool.
1: Yeah, but everyone starts somewhere, right? Like you've got to start somewhere, definitely. But you play not just on your own, you play with your bandmate, duo, partner as well, right? Yes,
2: Nick. Nick. Yeah, we started 10 years ago. And since then we are Ella and Nick.
1: And you play, you sing, right? Sorry, Nick plays the guitar mainly, right? And how did that start?
2: Uh, As I said, I was singing in different bands when I was 17 years old. And um, those bands were kind of a project from some educators, musical educators. And they were also doing a music theater thing. And this is how I met Nick. And we were both happy to... Realized that we like to do music together, and next to our other projects, we started doing this duo thing. And uh, yeah, in the beginning, we just went to open stages for some songs each month, and it was so easy for us to make new songs, so we just continued doing that.
3: No really seems to desire. You
1: Are you constantly writing new stuff? Or?
2: Sometimes. Uh, right now, since I try to learn the guitar, it's a bit different because I try to really practice every day. Um, but usually I just take the guitar and try out what I can do and then it's very easy. Somehow it's just the flow and especially sitting with Nick uh, and some stuff it, it's somehow it just happens like mm. we want to practice for the next concert we want to get a set list and suddenly we, we write a new song this oh, is wow. how it works out
1: and so your set lists are all your own songs or do you do yes. some covers as well
2: sometimes it's requested to also do some covers like we were once asked to play it a tennis tournament okay. and they also wanted to have some popular songs so people could like jam along with it or something yeah, yeah. but we love to do our own stuff and I think that's yeah what people get mostly from us
1: all of your recordings so far are just you and, and a guitar pretty much whether that's Nick playing the guitar or someone else or whatever is that how you want things to be this acoustic folk sound or Do you have some big ambition for
2: i i would not say i have an ambition but i embrace different projects Uh, (laughs) i once had a band the funny thing is the the one thing we just uploaded it was a german song i originally wrote this for another band i started having a band a german rock band and uh we were very happy together because uh it also worked out from the beginning the first time we met I wrote this song they sh- i showed them some songs i wrote um and then they showed me something they had uh, the instruments and they but they did not have any text so i just started singing along writing it down and that was the song mm-hmm. um and that is how we kept on doing it and we had some songs we wanted to record it but we had to break up because they were all having different bands and uh, so we did not have the time anymore to focus on this project but I thought I should not lose that one text and even if I cannot recreate the instruments because it was from their band it was still my text so I, I yeah we just tried it out and they came up with this with his uh, version of playing along with it and
1: yeah Do you miss a full band?
2: A bit, it's cool it's cool to have all the drums and you just rock with it and it's it's a different kind of quality to have all the people, and then having it, yeah. If it really works out, it's just an amazing feeling. Because yeah, the more people, the harder it gets.
3: Yeah, yeah, of course. And um, yeah. The light Und schläfst in meinem Arm. Der Sommer steht uns noch bevor. Wir haben so viel Zeit. Ich streich ein Haar von deinem Ohr. Und genieß die Zweisamkeit. Wir sind jung und voll.
1: Let's talk about some of your songs already, because I listened to Alien and a few others. What are the sort of themes of your songs? Where do they come from?
2: Uh, in the beginning, it was kind of like a diary yeah. situations. Uh, at some point, I met someone uh, who said, it would be really nice if you write a song about me. And I said, well, I, I actually write songs about situations uh, yeah, or, yeah. Times I, I have to go through something. Say, so, yeah. Still, I would like that. And I thought, hmm, why not? And I was just learning to, yeah, play. Well, I didn't have lesson to play the guitar, but I started to like teach myself somehow. And I was sitting down. Okay, so this was a nice, a nice experience for someone. So nice memory. So I should not have any minor chords and then I tried it out, okay, no. so major, and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I really did it, wrote a song and he liked it actually, that was yeah. funny. Good. So, Good. Then, yeah, and after that I started doing this more often to like really connecting situations with people and, or sometimes melting different people together to one story and then this is the song.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good point, actually, about situations and story. And then, like, people together. There's a band, a Swedish band, actually, that my wife introduced me to called Kent, who I really, really like. And the lead singer of the band in an interview once, they asked him, how do you write songs? And he said, I always write about situations and then people because they always become part of the situation, right? Unless you're just sitting in a white room or something. But even then, you'd write about yourself and you are a person. So, like you always start with a situation then put people in it but then I guess that leads to two things either something really honest and deep about yourself or like you just said then you collect stories together into sort of a character what is the sort of split in your music is it mainly about you or are these kind of stories about a character or someone else
2: I guess it's much about me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some. I I wrote one story that no one like. It's it's a German song, and it's uh, referring to a book Momo. Mm-hmm. I don't think. It, okay, someone will. It's so, it's,
1: it's just it's, because I don't. I don't, don't, don't know many things, but well, someone will.
2: It's. I I read it as a child. It's a famous children's book. Um, and it's. Uh, very critical towards society in there those the gray men who are stealing the time and who are trying to sell it to the people like you should save all your time for later and we can keep care yeah we, we take care of that like yeah. a bank but okay. they actually smoked the time like it, it sounds crazy now it sounds and it is yeah. kind of crazy but it's also very beautiful and there was this scene uh, where the the best friend of momo who's the main character uh, who, who's actually saving it all? The, this little girl living on the street is saving the world, actually. And her best friend is telling her, um, he, and he's, uh, how do you call it when you have to like uh, clean the streets and, and sweep, kind yeah, of yeah, like the yeah. A- ancient word or so, yeah. 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 And he said, sometimes I look at a street and it's so long and I think I will never be done with it. But then I just go ahead, step by step, I think about the next tree and when I'm done with the next tree, then there's the next step. And then I just go along with it and suddenly I'm done with it and because I didn't focus on the goal that is like unreachable, but next step, next step. And that was one lesson that really got to me. And so I wrote a song about this, which is not a theme, a scene of my life or something, but. Yeah, and still people don't understand it even if they speak German,
1: so mm-hmm. What are your plans in terms of gigging in the future? Do you now plan to keep reaching out to more venues and booking your own gigs? or
2: It's a bit… It, I'm flexible. Okay. It really depends on the situation, um, also depends on with whom I'm going to play.
3: Yeah.
2: I, sometimes I even play the guitar myself and mm-hmm. did this for as an opener for shows, for example. Um and some, it happens to me that people ask me to do that and I say okay the next time I will not be able to make it and then later I go back to them now I have time okay now we booked until yes. so I can never yes. say Like yes. it, just recently I had to cancel something because Nick was like okay we had so many concerts recently we just should have a tiny break but yeah now we got asked to join an open stage again in July which we will do so mm. I guess I guess we're back. If we have a break, it's just for a month, and then somehow we get our way back.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But how do you fit this in? Because <laughs> I only play once a week, and I barely have time to play once a week. Like, I barely have time to practice, um, to sing at home, to prepare myself, just to relax or anything. Like, I barely have time. So how the hell are you doing this?
2: Yeah, especially the two of us. Uh, the two of us finding time to have it's, our rehearsal yeah, session is so. you you still got uh, to Yes. You're still yes, have yes. Um, well, in between, it was really kind of like a, a second job for me. Also to like do the managing and whatever.
1: Because that takes hours. <sighs>
2: <sighs> but yeah, when I realized that it's more like, stressful than enjoyable. I try to calm down and remind myself, what is the reason? And like, what, what, what? Why do I do this? And uh, either I just have to take a step back, or I realize, yeah, yeah, this is. I want to do this and I'm looking forward to see all the people. Or I I know that I will have someone else on stage with me. I would like as the second or the first performance, who is so great and I will be so happy to have the audience to have both of those experiences. And then it gives me energy to do that. Um yeah. It, it i was worse when i was uh, yeah during my training i had like different jobs i had to learn i had to go to school mm-hmm. um i was volunteering and i still did music so much and i was asked like how do you do this mm-hmm. how many hours sleep at night like maybe one and uh, now it's only like so many so many things are now just one point and this is my work like uh, but still it is 40 hours and it's uh, some sometimes I get tired and I feel like I'm getting old
1: yeah yeah (laughs) You, know, you have to remind yourself what is it you're doing this for like what drives you well then what does drive you what are you doing this for who are you doing this for
2: I think I'm very selfish this is why the songs are about me and this is why <laughs> I do the music it's because of me of course because I want to do it and it's even if I don't do music for a couple of weeks it it is like it has to break free at some point and then poof, we'll all release at some point point. and i would not go on stages if people would not like it uh, i would just do it for myself i get the weirdest compliments like when you talk i would never suggest you have such a beautiful voice <laughs> like compared to sing at the other hand the same person told me like when I hear you sing, I cannot imagine I know you like you're a real person. You should be like uh, uh, TV or, or something. Like it's so good. I mean, like oh, <laughs> it's very, very nice. I mean, at the same time, it's very, it's an, it's very easy what we do. I think, but it comes from the heart, and that's what it is. It's my passion, and I will not let my passion ruined by some pressure that is driven by others even, and. Yeah, it's it's much about my philosophy of living life or yeah, seeing this and this is also why I Okay, if someone comes around if and says like here's the contract, you wanna become a musician, then you have the time to really work on it, to really learn to play the guitar and whatever. I would say I have to wait until May twenty one because until then I have to work at my own <laughs> then I'm free. No, I don't know. I don't know what I would do because I I love to do music but I also love to do other things. I'm not just a musician even though that is like the main passion I'm burning for. It's an. I think the problem like somewhere else I think we have the resources and I think that it should be manageable doable for everyone for every musician to just be a musician and I'm sad that the the resources are where they are and I think actually like when a bar is making money by selling beverage to people and so on and they still don't repair their toilets for example for years Mm. but still get like the people always saying tip the bartenders make sure that the people are like get Mm. some money out of it and then i'm like okay so where do you give the money to Mm. and maybe there's someone behind we don't even see who's having all the money and um As you, as you already realized, I'm a bit, I'm not a big fan of capitalism. That's fine. (laughs) So, yeah. Nor am
1: I. I just existed it, but I'm not a fan of it. Not at all.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, still, we live in this kind of system. So you have to somehow work your own way through this. And sometimes I also thought like, okay, we worked on this, um, we thought about like when to play which song and to talk to all the people and i sit down and actually try some some um like some pages where they help you creating flyers or whatever you like i try this and i try that and sometimes i think okay this is a lot of work and this is like hours of time i'm spending for this so yeah it it should be fair to pay me but at the same time i want people to come and listen if they enjoy it and uh, if they want to and um so i think it should be somehow just like that we get a stable stable income and then when people appreciate it, they, we could get some extra out of it or something. I don't want to force anyone to pay for no, something. No, if, you, if they're not like, yeah. And some people are enjoying things, but they can't pay because they're broken ass students or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's a difficult situation, yeah. I guess
1: i really hope by the way the microphone didn't pick that up that was the loudest burp in the background i've ever heard in my life there was someone burped outside up. no 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 it's fine leave it leave it it's okay, kind of funny okay. it's nice to hear the birds <laughs> but i really apologize if that picked that up that was so loud
3: burp snake like, wow. burp snay. you want to know what's <laughs> going <laughs> on you want Me to come the song saying, don't you cry and tell tears goodbye you take my
1: life. What are your next like musical steps? Then so you recorded some stuff and it's online. Is yes. there some sort of EP coming out or single or album or whatever? Where are you going?
3: Well,
2: people told us to do that. Nick and me, like Ella and Nick should record an EP. Um, and also, people told us we should get Ella and Nick stickers, and we should like really get into this PR thing. And we. Um, I don't. I'm not sure. Um, I will continue practice practicing to play the guitar. So um, maybe you will see me more often on stage playing solo. Um, and also, I think with Nick, maybe we're ready now to really record something because we just have a cheap mic at his place. Uh, to yeah, at some point we said like it would be nice to record some stuff, so we bought some cheap equipment from the stuff we got from playing gigs. Um, but it's we um, we are we are people who love to sit down and just write songs, who love to just play songs for practicing and we're happy to play on stage, that's like the best thing ever. We are not very disciplined when it's about going to a studio and record and doing the same song again and again and again and again. We did this, we, we were in another band project years before. Um, and if we, yeah, we, we would do, he recently said he would be ready to do that, to try that again. So maybe, maybe we just have to, maybe I have to be the strong one who says, okay, now.
1: When you are more professional and release more stuff, where can people find out more about you? Where do they go?
2: The number one is Facebook, Ella and Nick. And really important is that you do the end sign and Uh, not write down yes. Yes. Because it works in English and in German.
3: Yeah.
2: It's convenient. And also very important that you type N I K and not N I C K. Yeah. Because it comes from Dominic, Nick. So there's no C in it. So it's Ella and Nick. Very, very, very easy actually. This is how you find us on Facebook. Uh, and this is also how you find us on SoundCloud and on YouTube. And you can even text us um, and you can send us an email via Ella. I oh, know it's Ella on Nick at Outlook.de. It doesn't matter. No Just doesn't reach matter Come on. We all have Facebook. Yeah, exactly. We're we too old to
1: not have Facebook. Yeah. Even if no one wants it, we still have it. So yes. it's fine. Okay, I'm going to throw some quick fire questions at you before we're finished, though. Okay. So, what is the song you wish you had written?
2: Maybe Daughter Youth? who
1: is that by? Daughter? Yeah. Oh, daughter. oh hang on. Daughter. Well, the song is Daughter.
2: The, the song is Youth.
1: Da- the so- okay, go on. <laughs> now I'm confused. Uh, yeah, the band is called
2: Daughter. The band is called Daughter And
1: the song, and the song, is, song is called Youth. youth. I was it.
3: subtle on the crack by your left.
1: Don't know it, man. Beautiful. Like, Beautiful. not my thing. What is it about you? What is it about that song that really appeals to you?
2: Uh, again, it's the feeling. It's all about the feeling. Mm. You just have to feel it.
1: I'm going to put that in at the end of this episode so people can hear it. Someone probably knows what it is. I was like, daughter, daughter, that's a song? And then you were like, no, the band. Oh, okay, yeah, daughter, the band. I don't think my sister used to listen. But that was not it. But that was a long time ago. You're not that much older now. I don't know. Maybe I am. But I feel older.
2: I just look very young. I hear that very often. I
1: feel like I'm in my 60s, so okay. I, I do feel old. But there we go. Okay. Who would you like to go on tour with? Either Len Hansen that's
2: like Glenn Hansard. straight away Glenn Hansard. well yeah Glenn Hanset definitely who do you
1: wish you'd seen on tour though I mean like not just sort of to play with but if you could be a fly on the wall and watch a band or an artist who would that be
2: I don't know if I even want that actually (laughs) (laughs) why not I don't know because I think it would not be as pleasing as being in the audience but maybe maybe Blood Red Shoes okay
1: cool nice and the last thing really what is your favourite bit of gear like what musical instrument or bit of equipment could you not live without
2: well I could not live without my voice of course
1: that's a good point yeah. no one said that before
2: so so you should take that okay it's just the voice
1: Yeah, because a lot of people say like their guitar pedals or their guitar or something like that. But I don't think anyone said their voice.
2: Voice is most important. Even if I don't have the guitar, I just tell people to clap a specific rhythm and then I just go along.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much for talking to me and uh, giving me beer and making me feel very welcome. And uh, yeah, good luck and thank you.
2: Thank you too.
1: that was Ella Fuchs from the band Ella and Nick. We'll hear Ella playing a song in a moment called The Station, and we will use that to close off this week's episode of BPM Pod, so stick around for that in a second. But I just quickly, as promised at the start of the episode, wanted to give you a quick update on what I'm up to these days. I actually have a gig at Music and Freedom in Berlin on the 20th of November it's the only live date this year that I will be playing I will be supporting uh, Molly's Peck uh, there I'll just be doing an acoustic set across piano and guitar debuting a lot of new material so if you are in the Berlin area and you fancy coming along then please do so I will put a link in the episode description for tickets and you can go there and have a look at that In terms of the next steps with BPM Pod, so as you may have seen, we've not got such a huge social media presence, and that's partly because of my own semi hatred of social media. Um, but with that said, I realized that there's probably got to be some effort there. So expect to see more of BPM Pod across Facebook and Instagram in the coming weeks. We've also hit a sort of point where I need to go and get more episodes. So there's some in the pipeline. We've got a catch-up with Chris Feinhardt, just over a year on from the very first podcast that we did with him. And Molly's Peck, we have a catch-up with them as well. We also have some episodes with Forest Island and Dean Schweitzer from the band a tidal wave or tidal wave coming up, and they should be out before the end of the year. But from new year onwards, what can you expect? Well, the future is a little uncertain, to be honest. I'm off searching for new stories now, but one you could definitely bank on is the Acoustic Guitar Project. Now, I would check this out if you do have some time. It's a guy from the US who runs this project where he sends this guitar across the world. People have a week to write a song and record it and upload it, and then they host a gig. So five people in that city, they've just been in Berlin, uh, will then host a gig to talk about their songs, how they wrote it, and the Acoustic Guitar Project generally. It's got a lot of backing, and it's been featured in a lot of publications. And I definitely think it's worth your time to go and check that out. So really do so. That's the Acoustic Guitar Project. And you can hear more on that from New York in the new year. But until next time, it just remains for me to say thank you very much for listening to BPM Pod. BPM Pod. I really, really hope you are doing well out there. Take care of one another. Stay lucky, as always. And to close this out is Ella Fuchs, who you heard in this episode. And here's her song called The Station. Thank you, and speak to you soon.
3: You leave and I stay right where I am Which means in Berlin Once again I had an adventure It just had to have Is it me who seeks this destiny choosing willingly just to make sure I stay free? Cause every time I meet someone I know they leave soon cause they always do. The city is not this wonderland we might be With this wonderland. Mm-hmm.